listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. All right, and we're back with another episode of Behind the Leaf, but this is a special episode, and we're here at MJ BizCon in Vegas for 2022. Yeah, it's my first one. It's been fun, but crazy and overwhelming and all the feelings all at once. But it's been really awesome to network with so many different companies and kind of have you as my mini tour guide, I guess, as much as you can, because it's there's just so much to see and so much to do and not enough time in one day. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, that's Vegas. Not enough time in one day. MJ, for those of you listening, is one of the nation's biggest cannabis conventions in the, the nation. Year. Mm-hmm. Of the year, probably 35, 40,000 people there, thousands of booths, and it's it's just great. It was great, great networking event. Mm-hmm. I met a friend from high school, friend from high school who was here, and met some other great people. Finally got someone in on an interview later on in this episode that I've been talking to for a while, and I was very excited to get him in. A little sneak peek, but he's a chef, right? Yeah. With aroma culinary and he does elevated infused um events and meals and it was pretty awesome so we have to check that out yeah definitely so mm-hmm. uh, so what did you think about your first uh, mj bizcon and recording episodes away from the studio and um everything? fun nervous um but all good things it's just like taking your leap of faith and coming here and doing it and living it and um just shooting your shot but it's been fun like walking around together and you know promoting the show and promoting other people and everyone has generally been really uplifting and empowering i mean going to blunt brunch was really awesome like seeing all the women yeah, definitely. You basically together i was gonna bring that up it's gonna be like <laughs> I was, gonna, I, was, I was gonna ask you like what's been the most exciting thing you probably did and that, was, that, that was probably gonna be your answer if I was if I'm correct yeah blunt brunch I think because I just think it was like super emotional too like because obviously we talk about this a lot on the show um, with past guests and today um, with Nicole but um, being a woman in cannabis is rough sometimes um, we gotta find our people and find who is going to uplift us and help us get to the next step but it was really cool like having that community and all these women in one place to like share their stories it got freaking pumped I mean (laughs) people were dancing and we were having a good time but we were also conducting business and I think that is what people have to remember about cannabis is that we can consume and we can still conduct business and um be professional and it's all about breaking that stigma, right? Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, like the some some like the old generations out there, especially during the Reagan era and all that stuff. If they could just stand outside of the Las Vegas Convention Center uh-huh. in a cloud of cannabis <laughs> smoke in front of the front, in front of the front door, they and see that these people can do this and still conduct these businesses. Some people are trying to lay down million-dollar deals and solidify that. Oh, yeah. They're doing it over, instead of over a glass of wine, they're doing it over a fucking blunt. Yeah, like, when we talk about, um, when we talk about, like, the wine moms, we need, like, the canna moms unite. Like, it's just, it should just be more normalized. We're getting there. We're getting there. Blunt club, blunt club. Blunt club, yeah, Yeah. right? Books and blunts, I don't know. That could be a thing. I can see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe we maybe we shouldn't have shared that idea with everyone, but it's all go- it's all good. <laughs> We're gonna trade that one, trademark that one before it's too late. Uh, anyway, well, I well, I guess since you asked me, what was your what was the most exciting thing for you? I mean, you've been here before, so most exciting thing the the, the expo is great. It's awesome. It's a great way to network and meet new people for the show and new clients for investments and stuff like that. And it's been great. The show was a lot bigger than last year. You weren't able to make last year. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was a little smaller due to COVID and all that stuff. But uh, this year was fantastic. Two floors, great stuff. And honestly, the, most, the thing I'm most excited about out of this is probably the giveaway we're doing. I was just going to say that. And we're, we're doing a Jerome Baker giveaway. This this month for MJ BizCon, and then we'll be drawing in a month, and it's just an awesome piece with a nice little like gecko gecko, gecko yeah. lizard on it. I want it, yeah. but 
that's what happens when you do giveaways. You go, shoot, I have to actually give this away. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so sad. <laughs> but someone's going to love it, and it's okay. I already had a friend reach out to me and say, if I win this, you're coming to Colorado so we can smoke it together, like use it together, and it's going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, and I can't wait for uh, for where we got lined up a little, uh, a little later today. We got some amazing people coming in. As we said before, we got we got an amazing dude who makes infused dinners and stuff. You can he can do entire events and everything. yeah, Chef Layton, right? Chef Layton mm-hmm. and, and Dre, boy Dre, they're coming in here. They're 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 gonna sit down with us for a little bit, and then after them, we have some. We have an old friend of mine from high school. That was wild. She we ran into during Blunt Blunt Brunch. Yeah, she uh, just came up to you and was like, hey, don't we know each other from high school? And you're like, wait, what? Um, but it was really cool. Uh, she started her business um, very recently and has scaled it to a ridiculous, like, a ridiculous amount. Um, and also, like, representing the women and the non-binary community. We talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, be sure to, you know, Keep keep listening and hear from these people, and we'll obviously have a lot more guests down the shoot from BizCon. Um, oh yeah, this, this, this has been a great networking event. Anybody out there listening who's doing a podcast like this or any kind of cannabis business out there, BizCon is is the place to be. But it is still sad, like how we've talked about, is that you see a lot of companies out there, but where are the growers? Where are the mm-hmm. people that are really growing? The foundation. These plants and the heart. Riding the heart of this business. I know. And it's the harvest right now, so they can't be here for that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny how that kind of coincides. Yeah, I mean, we need to like pay homage to the people who have started this industry and are continuing it. Um, but it's so great how everyone has something to share. Um, there's to- like so many different companies. Um, You know, a lot that we networked with were more product-based, but there's everything out there for every type of person who is at the show. Speaking of a product, a specific shout-out I have to give to is for Dabex. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Provided us with this amazing... That thing is awesome. Amazing, amazing electric dab rig with this travel case that's waterproof and everything. The guys really hooked us up at the at the booth this year. Mm-hmm. I love the design functionality. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you got it. It's getting out. It, it's getting there. There we go. I like the top. It's like a hydro flask top. And everything. Mm-hmm. Boom. There we go. <laughs> Put it out there. That thing hits hard. <laughs> But it was fun. And see, like, that's the thing we went, never would have known about them unless we were here. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think we would have ever there, found them. Get your name out there. Put your name out there. Put your face out there. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Get out of your <laughs> comfort zone. I mean, that's what we're doing here, too, right? Yeah, so. that's, that's what we're doing here, too. It's, it's uh, we're doing interviews in our room outside the studio. This isn't, this isn't something I thought a year, year ago when I came to this Biz, Oh, yeah. I met, <laughs> met the boy Andrew that I would be sitting in his room right now doing a doing, doing a, a podcast yeah. but it's all fun and we've met so many fun people and I don't want to stop and that's the best part like everyone we talk to you can see the passion and the fire so you know what I'm looking forward to the next event whatever that may be coming down the down the line in the next couple months um but I'm excited are you excited oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely excited yeah I, I I can't wait for the next thing, and uh, it's it's gonna be great. And just we're uh, we're gonna do some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Do you have any shoutouts? Uh, I'm trying to think of some. Besides, besides Dabex and MJ Arsenal and Flysoul and all the great companies that we've been talking to, and it's gonna be great. So we're gonna head over to the Cosmo right now, mm-hmm. and we're gonna set that up and. Speak to some amazing people. So keep an eye out, an ear out, maybe I should say. And um, we'll be with you next time. Yeah. On the next episode of Behind the Leaf. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, we're here with another episode of Behind the Leaf. We're doing an amazing special today from MJ BizCon in the Cosmopolitan. And we got some amazing guests here. Some two guys that I've been trying to get on the show for a bit. 
it took some scheduling, you know. Some scheduling <laughs> and stuff like that, but we got Dre and Chef Layton here, and I'm going to let you know what the... They're, they're all about. Aroma Culinary, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. Aroma Culinary. So about that. How'd you guys get involved in that? So um, I was a chef. Well, I'm a chef. And um, mm -hmm. I wanted to focus on cannabis, but I wanted to do something different than what everybody else was doing. I realized nobody was focused on food. Mm -hmm. So I created my own line of seasonings and sauces. And um, before we started that, we were doing dinner series that we've done all over the country, Canada. And we were basically just kept talking about we're going to launch our own line of seasoning. So we did it for like two years. So once we launched, we launched in the pandemic, mm -hmm. June 1st, 2020. Wow. wow. That's pretty recent, though. I mean, like, I forget. I'm like, wait, the pandemic, that's that long ago already. But that was a good time to, like, get up and running and get in and yeah. find out, like, what your niche was and then roll with it. Yeah. But he loves cooking, so when he said that we are going to have you on the show, I'm like, okay, we're going to ask about what's his favorite things to make and how he infuses everything, get all into the good stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah definitely, 100%. When, uh, when, I, when I went to that party after the Kleiner Global Investment Seminar in New York City, and we're, I was, went up, we went up to the penthouse, and I heard that not only that there was catering, but that the guys that were doing it, infuse the foods and do all that stuff too i was like i got i was like i gotta see what you guys are about and, and see what's up yeah thank you so how do you pick um what you infuse or do you just kind of roll with it like i know him he loves to cook so it's kind of what he feels or do you tend to go for the same types of dishes or kind of explore so um as a private chef mm -hmm. um do you have a lot of flexibility yeah, creativity I have to be. that's so awesome it's like my client no client is the same so mm -hmm. i just so I just gotta figure it out. Gotta do it. What did you uh, what did you start with? Was it like the traditional like like brownies? Yeah, brownies. Yeah. yeah. And then this kind of this escalated from there. But I realized everybody was doing brownies, so I started doing cinnamon rolls. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just had one of those this morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's that sounds cool. Like how? I don't really know the process of like infusing. So what's your typical route? I guess. Um, I guess it depends on what you make, right? Yeah. So I usually mm -hmm. use butter or oils. You just right. gotta decarb. Use um, I got a couple different machines. I got a magical butter the lava, mm -hmm. and there's another one that I'm trying to remember. Is we get it? It's like cut it out and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Possibly. Another uh, <laughs> <laughs> machine that I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Just all forget good. it's there. No, we're we're rolling. We're good. We're we, can, we can right? we can make changes. Yeah, yeah, Don't worry. People, you also gotta realize, like the audience. They all know what's good. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> you're good. Um, there's a couple different machines that I use, but yeah. you just got to decarb. Mm -hmm. I try to do things that make it as easy as possible for me. Right. Makes sense. So is this your first BizCon? No, it's my second one. Second one. Okay. Second one. All right. Yeah, so mine just my second one, too. So you went to last year? Yeah, went to last year. Yeah. Last year was oh, nice. Yeah, you know each other. I went yeah. to last year, too. That shit was... Uh, but it was, was so many people. It was so, so many people, but it was smaller than this year's. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely That's smaller. what they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. That's what we heard. I don't know. They were saying last year's was like 20,000 or 30. I don't know. But now they're saying yeah. this year's was over 40. Yeah. I don't, I, I, that's what we heard. I don't, I don't know. Nuts, like, <laughs> if it's small, that's crazy. I don't know. Because last year was us nuts. Yeah, I mean, he. I didn't go to last year's. This is my first one. Yeah. Um, but from what he told me, I didn't really realize how big of a scale it was until I was there. Yeah. Until it, like, hits you and you're like, okay, it's a lot. Like... 1400 tables or whatever it was it's a shit ton of walking it's like i don't think you can see everything within the three days no but i remember Dre, you were saying like it's more important to get those like deep connections not just like bounce 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 around like i mean it's cool to talk to everyone but like kind of find like what exactly you want to connect with i don't think you're gonna get that at the show no you get like a little bit and then you kind of have to follow up i feel like people forget the follow-up part a lot of the time it really does like even like with the podcast now like the biggest thing like with you guys is following up that card hoping they hit you back it's like they gotta hit them back you gotta be like hey we talked, we did this, and it was, uh, and, like, that's just how it goes. Like, because, like, at the show, is like, these booths, people working the booths are dealing with so many people. Yeah, like, that's Thousands right. of people and all that stuff. It's, like, when you go up to them, it's really just dealing with the amount of booths you personally go up to. But yeah. you work in there, you're dealing with these thousands of people coming up to you, walking past. So the interactions are kind of, like, a little impersonal. Yeah. I'm sure you felt that. Yeah. Around the thing. And, but, 
That's the opposite what you want with food and cooking and all that. You want to be a personal. Yeah, it has to be personal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, um, Drake could speak to this more like how we organize the dinner because he's my elevation ambassador at the dinners he controls the crowd. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, the dope thing about working with Chef is he's such an artist in the back. Mm-hmm. Talking about food in the front becomes easy, right? Yeah. Because you know your clientele is coming in for fine dining. It's an elevated experience. Right. So you come in looking to be amazed by the technique and then the infusion. And then what are we doing? So um, we created what we like to call edutainment dinners. Okay. Where it allows us to like have a good time while educating people that might be a little bit newer to the space. Mm-hmm. Uh don't really understand the food thing, had a bad moment with our gummy bear that they ate. Right. That was too big. Like debunking the myths too. Right. Yeah. That's how this, uh, this, that's how our culture is going to grow. Grow, yeah. With the education. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you might have, uh, scientists that get more into it and by them being more involved in the breakdown of the cannabis and everything, it'll create a different way for us to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right? I've watched uh, Chef infuse the food so many different ways mm-hmm. from the standpoint of like just putting like a little drizzle of the honey mm-hmm. over a biscuit. Oh, now we have a honey. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, from the awesome. creation of what he wanted to build. So in the, in the front, front of the house, we're really just uh, painting a picture, making sure everyone's calm so they can really enjoy the food. Right, and not right. be so pressed about, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to pass because that one time. Right, yeah, everyone has, like, a different story, and some of them positive, some of them negative, and, like, same here, like, doing the podcast is when we're talking to people, especially, like, on the floor of BizCon, it's, like, what we're, our goal here is to educate, yeah. first and foremost, and, like, break that stigma, because, like, we grew up on the East Coast, so, where'd you guys grow up? East Coast. East Coast, okay. For us, it was like, I don't know, it wasn't like a very accepted thing. So it's been like a whole new world for me, like just learning, because at first I was like, just didn't know. So everyone's like quick to judge when they don't know things. (laughs) Um, So like having people like you guys on the show, especially like the cooking world, because we haven't really explored that too much. So it's definitely like a different avenue. I mean, we had someone on the show who made edibles. That was cool. Yeah. he shout out to Dulce. Mike was Dulce, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Mike was a really good guy. He made a uh, micro dosing cannabis edibles. They're yeah. like little gummies that were only about two mi- two milligrams each. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were they, they tasted phenomenal. Yeah. They had like chili lime and horchata flavor, margarita. I was like, damn, bro, you're uh, doing all the yeah. things. You're doing all the things. They're doing all things. And what uh really excited, I want to get my hands on. He also makes a thousand milligram coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can just you can make your own edibles with that, and yeah. all that, and dose it out the right way. And I, 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 I'm talking to him. I'm like, yo, you gotta hook me up. Yeah, because yeah, we've never like tried to do that on our own. Yeah. Um, it's also also knowing with like the ratios. Like, I don't, I, I've never done it before, so it's just what probably a lot of trial and error too, right? Yeah, because even with cooking high temperatures burn out the potency. Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta play around with the heat. Right. So it's either you put a lot. Because you know you're going to lose some mm. in the cooking process. Or you just use it as a finisher with our product. We tell people to use it as a finisher. Don't cook with it. Like the olive oil. And when you finish, sprinkle a little olive oil. Mm-hmm. Add a little salt and pepper. Right. Plus cooking deteriorates the, um, the potency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you probably had some wild stories in the beginning of things that you probably yeah, didn't probably. turn out the way that you wanted it to. And you're like, shit, okay, we got to we gotta adapt. So what yeah. you have people that asked you traveled off some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out like the correct dosaging for feeding a big group of people yeah because even with once you figure out everybody's different yeah mm-hmm. like, what my tolerance is different from your tolerance so it's just like we try to keep everything to under around 50 milligrams per dinner because we want you to have a good time i don't want you to be under the table at dinner. yeah yeah 
yeah, and that's like the other part of it being like an elevated experience too it's yeah. like you want people to see that you can have a like an elevated dinner yeah, and like consume and be fine and not be like under the table yeah. that's like the whole breaking the stigma thing right so and even with that it's some people they don't feel the effects until they're driving home we had one of our friends that said mm. he didn't feel anything 10 minutes from home it hit. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, he was holding on to the steering wheel for the dear life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's crazy. Yeah, because it affects everyone yeah, differently. It affects everybody different. So it was like, like, that was one of those moments like, these brownies ain't shit. Yeah, it's right. Like, uh. <laughs> it's also part of the reason uh, Chef created Aroma Culinary, right? Yeah. Part of what you have to deal with in growing in this food space is know your dosing. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the product allowed us to have a consistent dosing. 4.2 milligrams per teaspoon. That's easy math. If you want to split it, it's a half a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and still get to 15 milligrams, the confidence in knowing yeah. what you're going to get every time is a, what's starting to allow people to, like, explore the food a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, when you don't when you don't know your dosage either, just in general, it's like people are worried because you just you just yeah, don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So uh, he made a uh, over-the-moon milk, which was like a cardamom, turmeric, 
Bay's tea. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically all seasonings. They have oh, yeah. Their, so, you know, it definitely allowed us to get more creative, but it also showed us, like, the, the need for what we were doing was multiplied during that time. Uh-huh. Because you have people dealing with situations that they've never felt before. You know what I mean? So, um, it was definitely a creative time for us. <laughs> we took I bet. Road, yeah. I bet, I bet. That, that's really awesome. Yeah, so uh, since you guys started this, what's what's been the most interesting thing you've you guys done? Or favorite event. Like, favorite event or like... Just a funny story. <laughs> so we yeah. basically, we just launched our TAC brand officially in California. Mm-hmm. And even that, finding a manufacturer, that's what I had. That was yeah. an Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that, 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 that's the biggest thing right there. Yeah, and um, now we're working with a distro... We found a distro that could deliver all, like, basically statewide in California, which was, like, something that we really were looking for because we have dispensaries that's interested in our product mm-hmm. all over California. Yeah. But it's just a headache being that we're in the East Coast, dealing with the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I trust, trust me, we, <laughs> we now coming from New York and then now living in North Carolina. We're, like, doing the podcast now and being more involved in the cannabis community. We're like, we got to go to somewhere that cannabis is at least legal. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's funny because everyone we talk to when we say North Carolina, they look at us like strange because they know what we're trying to do. And they're like, it's literally the desert of weed. And I'm like, we know we're, 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 we're making way to the West slowly. I mean, doing this in, I mean, here we're in Vegas now and we usually do it in California. It's like, it's a lot like yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and forth. <laughs> But that's how you make, like, the connects and everything. So that's, I think, really important. And that's the good thing about the dinners. They travel. So Mm -hmm. um, we'll come into a place that maybe isn't as educated on cannabis or as uh, progressive as cannabis and do a Mm -hmm. dinner and change a bunch of minds. And that's a bunch of conversations. And that's that's conversations being had with other people. Mm -hmm. So next time we come, we said, you know, oh, this is such and such. We told her about your dinner. And that's how we've been able to reach people. Like, even in these barren places, we've done two events uh, in Nashville, private dinners that were made. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, so this has brought you, like, like really, like, like all around the country? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably have met some wild people, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> made some cool connections. I mean, like, food brings people together. Exactly. So, I mean, oh, yeah. that's, like, the best way to do it. And you found your, your avenue yeah. and what you love to do and... We've, we've realized that lately. It's like, once you find what you want to do, it's like there's no holding back. It's exactly. like full speed ahead. I'm doing this, and I don't really care what everyone else has to say about that, you know? One of um, favorite line is all breaks, no gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all breaks, no gas. All gas, no breaks. All gas, no breaks. Like right now, we know uh, what we do. Not just the food aspect of it, like, He's a dope chef, right? Uh-huh. The events that he's done before we even got into the cannabis space were like top notch. Yeah. Basil, Burning Man, uh-huh. cooking in Tokyo. Oh wow, high that's level, awesome! Um, that's crazy. That's awesome. Food, yeah. high level cuisine that he's been dealing with, and then when he transitioned into cannabis, he already comes from a fashion background, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So just growing up, we get to infuse these different parts of us. We're you know Jamaican. Yeah. So we get to infuse that part of it, the colorful aspect of our food and our lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get, so you get to tell a story through the food every single time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So every time is an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to show them who you are, and they get exactly. to like yeah. respect and like understand your culture, and I think yes. that's really cool. I mean, um, we were talking to a woman the other night, and. She was Muslim, so she said in their community, like, cannabis is pretty still, like, hush-hush. And um, now that she started using, um, she's like, my parents were like, wait, you're telling me you have, you take no prescription medication anymore? And she's like, nope. And, like, it's, like, those stories and yeah. those things that, like, make people, yeah. like, change their mind or, like, having an experience eating. It's, like, okay. Like, I'm here. I'm having a great time with all these people. And everyone's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, at BizCon, I'm taking all these videos, and I'm like, Everyone's doing business here, and everyone's yeah. having a good time yeah. here. You literally just read my mind. I was just thinking <laughs> about that. I'm like, for this conference, we've done really well business-wise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Meaningful conversations, yeah. follow-ups the next day. Oh, like, of course. Right now, they're so ready to like, right like, yeah. You guys said it's your second BizCon here. Yeah. 
what's like your guys's main goal coming to BizCon? Like, like how does that like how does an event like this fit in for you guys being a catering, basically like a cannabis catering? So it's it's not about the catering. It's mm-hmm. it's about building relationships. So we try to find friends or meet new people in different states that we want to launch the brand in. So like we're in California. We're already working on launching the THC side of the business in New York once it go legal. So we're mm-hmm. trying to find manufacturers in other states that are legal that we could basically go to them. We already have the recipe. Like, yo, here's our stuff. Make it in this state. So this is why we're here is to just build relationships with people in other states. That's awesome. And also it's about the seasoning. Like the dinners, you know, the dinner series that we do is basically the vehicle to get people to understand, hey, listen, you can do this every day. You mm-hmm. can use Aroma Culinary on your Chick-fil-A. You can use it on whatever you <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be a chef. You don't have to worry about decarbing. You don't have to worry about, you know, any of the other things that might make it tricky for you. Yeah, you make it easy and accessible. Make your food how you like to make your food. We're showing them out of microdose. 100%. And um, to be able to tell that story in different states... You know, mm-hmm. Missouri just went legal, right? Yeah, so did Maryland. We had a friend reach out, like, right away, and she was asking us, like, um, you know, I use I CBD for anxiety, but, like, I want to obviously, like, transition now. How do I do it? And... She doesn't like smoking, so, yeah, we recommended apples and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That was, like, the same for her. So. From our experience is our dinners, no matter what state we're in, I want to say between 60 to 80% of our customers are women. Okay. Yeah, well, really, so you have a lot of stuff. They don't like to smell like weed. Right. And and it's women of high, I say high net worth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because our dinners are, are up there in price. Oh, and, right. And women it's a luxury experience. Yeah. Dinners, they work at lawyers, doctors, and the place, they don't want to smell like weed. Mm-hmm. So, places where, like, the smell of cannabis is going to be frowned upon. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that. Nose turned up. Like, yeah, yeah. Who's that? Like, look, everyone's like. And you don't want yeah. them to like question your like credibility yeah, or exactly. your. Mm-hmm. In a certain certain work environments, if you do smell like that, that can be cause for like testing and workplace yeah, yeah. is not is not okay with that, then you're screwed. And there's a lot of people who have had that experience and then are like, why why am I working here? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's gotten to the point where it's like. It doesn't make sense why it's not accepted, and but like people like you and us and doing the education part of it, that's like the only way we're gonna get anywhere. It would also be the first thing they would go to. Like we, mm-hmm. we understand, especially being you know that first generation Jamaican, right? Our parents mm-hmm. went through the process where the cannabis um, process in Jamaica was being decriminalized, right? Were being tortured for what they did there. That's so wild. coming here. For us, they didn't want us to get involved in it at all. Mm-hmm. So to be able to transition where they don't think about the plant anymore, they see hot sauce. Mm-hmm. They see, I need honey for my tea. Mm-hmm. They see black pepper and salt on my eggs. It's just a different way to present it. Yeah. And, yeah. and we get to change the stigma, but mm-hmm. it's still very valid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's a lot of work that needs to be done to change the idea of the wellness aspect of it. More oh, than anything no, else. Yeah, right? totally, because... Um, as we were hanging out at another party last night, and that was uh, posted by Cannabis Now, and the uh, the head guy from one of the private equity firms that I'm involved in, Merida Capital, uh, Mitch, and his, I always quote him, his famous word is, it's normalization before legalization. Yes. Yeah. It's like, if it's not, because like you said, when they look at it as, oh, hot sauce and not cannabis and stuff like that, then... That's where it's going to get normalized. People really where we're going to get federal legalization, and it's going to be very, very normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wine o'clock should be weed o'clock in my mind. Right. One of those things that are accepted. The mom get together. I know. I was. You yeah. read my mind. I was just about to say, wait, like, like mom <laughs> night, like mom wine Absolutely. night. I say that all the time. I'm like, okay, what about like Canna mom night? What I'm the heck is that? We went to like the play. I love the play on words. Like, yeah, like, one yeah. brunch. That was like really cool. It was like 300 plus women, all um in cannabis. Wow. A lot of them owning their own companies, and it was just like so cool for me, uh, especially. But like being able to talk to them and like their journey. 
um, just because there are not there aren't as many women yeah. in the space, and they're like getting their yeah. recognition, yeah. and it's awesome. So Blunt Brunch was really cool, and um, I think we're making waves slowly but surely. <laughs> Is there anything like coming up for you guys that you want you want to talk about or can talk about? Yeah. Any exciting things for you let, too? Let people to be on the lookout for. Mm-hmm. Just look out for the brand in California. Yeah. New brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where could they look you up? Uh, like uh, online or and you your can look tag? Aroma Culinary. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, Chef Layton. Okay. On Instagram, Elevation underscore Ambassador. Uh, on Instagram. Okay, we cool. also have our every other Thursday page. So once you get the Chef Layton's page, okay. yeah. it'll unlock the treasure trove of the. <laughs> You'll get everything. Go yeah. on a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, we really, really appreciate you guys taking oh, the time you. out of this busy, busy week for with the this marathon. <laughs> and uh, sit down and chat with us and uh, we'll let you guys get back to it. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Check, for us, guys. check us out on Instagram at Behind the Leaf Pod. I don't know if we told you guys, but we're doing a giveaway oh, with a yeah. Jerome Baker bong okay. on our page, so you got to put in for that. All right. Yeah, Definitely. we'll show you after the show. But right. thanks again, guys. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we're here with Nicole and Jack's House of Fuego, right? Yes. I got that right. Okay, good. Good, good. So we uh, caught up with them yesterday at Blunt Brunch here in Vegas. Um, was that your first Blunt Brunch, or have you been before? Yes, so it was my first yes. Blunt Brunch. It was also my first Blunt Brunch. Okay, cool, same here. So what did you think about the event, like, as a whole? I think it was so fun. I mean, we just went for the, the networking mixer mm-hmm. part that they yeah. opened up eventually. But, I mean, everything about the the dance that happened yeah. at the end, like, all of those vibes, I loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, we found the choreographed TikTok dance at the end to be a genius move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a meeting of who's who, and especially in terms of women in cannabis. I mean, I right. truly ran in and ran straight for a bunch of my friends that I hadn't seen in years because of COVID, you know, mm-hmm. so it was great. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny when Nicole walked to the table and she looked at Alec and she's like, we went to high school together and then it like took a second and I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I wasn't even entirely sure. And I, mm-hmm. I'm so, as somebody who's networking all yeah. the time, um, I have no problem embarrassing myself. So if there was a chance we didn't go to high school together and you were some random guy, Hey, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would have yeah. just been the conversation, right? Yeah, but I swear to God, I was like, hold the, hold the phone. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, hold the phone. Yeah, I would have yeah, been like, complete upset. I would have been like, I think I know her. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, doing this has so opened us up to just, like, shoot our shot. Because, like, yeah. before I would have never done that. <laughs> yeah. Never just, like, would have went up to people. Especially the conference. Like, BizCon, so many freaking people there. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a little overwhelming, but it's, like, all fun. We've met, like, how many companies? Ridiculous amount. Uh, dozens. I don't know. You guys have probably networked with a ridiculous amount of people. Some fast stacks of business cards. Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of business cards have been collected and handed out. Funny thing about this MJ BizCon year, we're actually not walking the expo floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And exactly a year ago, I was here with a very popular MSO brand Mm -hmm. as their marketing manager, media manager, whatever my title was at that time, Mm -hmm. um, working a booth and doing the whole corporate shit yeah, yeah. so so being back here as a business owner now mm-hmm. is a phenomenal experience so do you want to tell the listeners to look a little bit about what you do and about your company hugely yes <laughs> so absolutely Shout it out there <laughs> so house of fuego is a boutique social media agency in the cannabis industry with approximately nine years of cannabis industry but experience between us and about 10 plus years of professional social media management experience especially also as digital natives we have found a unique niche and need and problem to solve that's awesome thanks that's That's really cool so what's been your uh what's your like mangle this season like mj blunt brunch like all that like what's your like guys main goal coming here well it's really i would say just like we are here like Mm -hmm. we're here we're a part of this community and you know, our clients are all here. We've been servicing them. We've been doing photo shoots. We've been going to events, running activations. So really just like we're here to support. We're here as a part of everything. Absolutely. Yeah, just to echo that twofold. We're here for brand awareness. One, mm-hmm. we've had such a keystone year um, that it's been so completely exciting. And then the, yeah, as Jack said, the other half of that is mm-hmm. we work so hard 
every single day to drive value for our clients. So to be here supporting them and encouraging all of their endeavors, um, however we can, has been just an honor. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, this is my first BizCon, so, like, it's been crazy. <laughs> it's fun. It's literally a marathon. It's I'm been like, my it's... first two. Okay. Just all right. Clear. So, so uh, you're, you're in the same show as Ben. No, but it is my I'm first. excited. Yeah, I've been in the, in the industry for a long time, but okay. I've always been, like, like she said, like, marketing manager or mm-hmm. even just photographer or mm-hmm. uh, we did event circuit kind of stuff in Denver as well, but nothing that would, you know, pay for me to come out here. Like, right. if yeah. one of my MSOs were to send somebody, it would be an influencer, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, I mean, he's been here before. Is this his second one? And, like, from the investor standpoint, it's like I obviously didn't really kind of know where I fit in and then we started doing this so it's like okay cool we can yeah. combine the two um oh, yeah totally but like like you're worried about like not fitting in but last night we're hanging out at <laughs> yeah uh, seriously one of my one of the companies I invest in is uh one of the biggest private equity firms in the space called Merida Capital mm-hmm. and we're hanging out at a party that I didn't even know that the founder was going to be at uh Mitch and she was talking to him. You were told we were talking to him for like two hours. Literally two hours. I lost track of time and I'm like, oh, I think we're supposed to be at yes. another event. I do the same thing, though. Yes. I always yeah. think about events and I get overwhelmed that yeah. it's going to be scary and I'm not going to know what to say or do with my hands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's always, you know, as long as you walk in, you are confident with it, mm-hmm. people respond to it. And half the time, someone just like sees those shoes on, like those ones, the Alma <laughs> shoes, and they're like, oh, those are really cool. And then we start talking oh, and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah shout sick. out to Peter. Um, they're all made out of hemp, so... Oh, wow. We they love industrial hemp. hemp. Yeah, they're made out of hemp, completely biodegradable. He, uh, founded the company in Mexico, where he found a cobbler family after <laughs> having a psychedelic ayahuasca trip. Wow. On some temple meditating, came down and, like, found this, like, family making these shoes. It's a very interesting story. We had him on the show, too, so he was one of our earlier guests. Awesome. Well, those are gorgeous. Like that. Oh, that is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. I have another pair. They're called the Mary Janes. They're kind of like a tan color with can- cannabis leaves printed all over. Oh, cool. Hemp is the future, man. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hemp is absolutely the future. We could also talk about that for hours, like literally. Um, a thousand, fifteen hundred percent. And just on the note of having all these conversations this week, mm-hmm. funny thing happened. Our PR partner who we're here with... Mm-hmm has taken us and gotten us into some rooms that we would not have been in otherwise with a ton of executives and investor-level people. Mm -hmm. One of these instances, I was really having quite a cheeky banter Mm -hmm. with, like, somebody who's a LinkedIn influencer, but I was aware of this. And we're really just very excited, long conversation. Mm -hmm. Conversation ends. We both go our separate ways, take a seat back with my PR partner, and Jax. And they're like, you know who that was, right? And I was like, what do you mean? No, I just met him. It's, yeah. you know, Dr. Mm-hmm. So-and-so. And they were like, that's um, one of your clients, like, investors. Like, you, that, that was a great job. I, I was like, like oh, sick, cool. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed, job, too, yeah. like, everyone in the this, like, community is super welcoming. Like, there's a couple people I've met, and it's, like, eh, vibes. But the overwhelming majority, like, everyone's willing to help each other. Yeah. The other night, uh, we met, um, did you ever watch the show Weeds? Yeah, yes. of course, yeah. Yeah, That's the woman classic. who inspired Weeds. Her oh, actual yeah. story. Wow. It was wild. The real Nancy Vaughn one, yeah. Oh, Shout out goodness. to Dr. Dino. But, like, that was so cool. Like, we would have yeah. never met her. Wait, you guys met Dr. Dino? Yeah. yeah, we did. I've been following Dr. Dino for a million years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm obsessed. Like, I've been following Dr. Dino since, like, the big, like, Madzilla, like, promo model days. Mm-hmm. Um, when that was, like, wow, yeah. sort of the main vessel for cannabis marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, so cool. I, I really actually have been work. super starstruck this week. I, I got to meet, oh, real. like, oh, yeah, so many know, great people. Yeah, I got to meet um, Jane West. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her. I was like, oh, so cool. And then, um, who was my other? Oh, Nikki Lolly. Do you guys know her? Someone mentioned that yes. we should hook up with she her. She is um, but we didn't talk to her. 1,000% character get her on here. I know, someone yeah. was saying that, get her on there. Yeah. Actually, it was... Wasn't that lady we met out front? Right, right, right before we left. Blonde hair, and it's, like, perfectly... I think it was her friend that we met, and yeah. she was an attorney, uh, but she's, like, she's like one of my, you know, girlfriends yeah. or whatever, so, yeah. like, hit her up and have her on the show, because oh, I think do. she has her own please do. show yeah. or something. She does. Yeah, Nikki okay. and the plant, I think. Yes, yes. Nikki yeah. and yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, yeah, it's been a really starstruck week. A lot of things coming, like, full I actually met Redman last night. 
Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I met Redman last night um, through our PR partner. And then other notable meets this week, God, there were so many. Um, this morning we were shooting at Aaron Richards' private brunch on behalf of Sirius Social Lounge. Very cool. That's awesome. And that's where Nikki was. It was, yeah, that's where Nikki was. It was, you know, not to overextend, but it was star-studded. Like, <laughs> it was the yeah. movers and shakers, executives from, oh my gosh, the Chamber of Cannabis, so much like huge publications mm-hmm. um i'm so sorry i'm like failing on names right now but it was <laughs> it's been a long day it was so <laughs> moving <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah really are. yeah you just like never know who you're gonna run into yeah it's, it's wild <laughs> and then we booked it we booked it right after to the las vegas country club mm-hmm. uh to work the u.s pharmacopoeia party also okay shout out shout out to gretchen gailey panoptic strategies pr excellent pr has had us all over town cool supporting yeah. and you know so what is the next step for you guys or where do you see yourself your house of fuego going in like the next year what are your hopes what are your dreams awesome. <laughs> yeah you want to start no you go Whoever for it, okay. go for it. <laughs> um so we've you know not sure how topical you guys get on mm-hmm. your podcast but we've been really blessed to scale a business to six figures um in six months well wow. really amazing. low operating costs and so, obviously, the goal for uh, mm-hmm. 2023 is to just pop that the fuck off and, yeah. like, you know, just continue to scale while yeah. also um, holding really strong and fast to the values that we're deducing day by day by yeah. being able to work, which yeah. is a huge honor and a privilege that people trust us with their businesses, mm-hmm. their creative decisions, their visual stories, their copy, their compliance, their personal socials, mm-hmm. their compliance on yeah. social um Especially with our, our publicly traded and our crypto clients. Okay. Compliance goes so much further when mm-hmm. you're also including FCC and SEC compliance. Whereas in cannabis, you have a compliance slip up on your Instagram. Or um, at a in-person activation, you're getting hit with a fiber, you know, devastating six-figure fine, which is, again, mm-hmm. devastating. However, you tweet the wrong thing uh, on a publicly traded executive's page or you know, speak in the wrong way right. as yeah, well, thing. people yeah. can go to jail. Oh, yeah, that's well, yeah, I guess I never really thought about that because I'm not in that, like, area of expertise. Well, but how much did Kim K just pay for her fine oh. or oh, I heard about that. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, so Kim... Wild. Yeah, it's a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian was endorsing investment and encouraging investment in... I forget the coin, honestly... Um, some, some crypto. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, no, I, I read about it. I, I just can't remember the crypto. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a coin, and because of that language, she um, was being sued. She, there were charges pressed, or she was being sued for giving financial advice to people that that did not pan out. I think it was like upwards of three million. So yeah, oh my god, god. Not, wild. Yeah, and she settled for like one point two or something. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's it, wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no. that's, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> For her, that's it. Yeah. For her, that's it, exactly. Yeah, but, like, I mean, that's what we said. Like, if you gave advice of three, like, for, like, almost three million dollars, the settlement should have been at least more than that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but, I mean, That's a wild well, story, though. Don't, don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, fact check yeah. us for sure. Yeah. That's a very yeah. loose retelling. Yeah, I'll say like, <laughs> Yeah. So what's been, like, the hardest thing as, like, a female in the industry, do you think, um... I guess, like, how, like, overcoming those challenges. I mean, you've only started, what, six months ago or so? Yeah. Yes. So, um, being a woman in cannabis is hard. Yeah. Being <laughs> a woman in period. cannabis is hard. Um, period. Being a woman in any male-dominated space, you could be a right. fucking welder. Mm-hmm. That would be hard. Yeah. Um, as a woman in that male-dominated space. Uh, what's been even more of a trip is dissecting womanhood mm-hmm. and gender mm-hmm. in our business when being a woman in cannabis is such um, a hot conversation topic, right? right. Yeah, um, I will say the implications of everything is also twofold, you know, as above, so below. We're meeting very high value, very high level executive people who have very gendered perspectives and worldviews and that right. is totally cool but those people would prefer to um 
you know, touch the small of my back or kiss me on the cheek as opposed to look me in the eye and shake my hand. Right. So, so to that, I mean, I've creatively adapted because why would I not utilize my own competitive advantage and look devastatingly hot? <laughs> okay. To <laughs> as it opens doors for those conversations, you know, it's yeah. like nobody's swinging low nor lower, but it's like if this is. What I have to deal with, I'm going to leverage that dynamic, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm not entirely upset about it, Mm -hmm. um, because it wasn't, it's never been entirely unexpected. Yeah, it's like you kind of knew what to expect a little bit there. You're kind of going into it realizing that this is what the world, unfortunately, that this is what the world is, and I'm going to use that to my advantage the best way I can. Well, so, for me, um, I'm non-binary, I use they, them pronouns, and mine kind of amplifies that right mm-hmm. so like i i think i know what i'm getting myself into right um but people just aren't always as cool as they you know mm-hmm. it, it's cannabis so you would assume you would think yeah, so yeah like but chill yeah not. you know yeah. but I, I really do i kind of lean into the she they sometimes because it makes people you know more comfortable it's more palatable mm-hmm. but um i think that there's no conversations being had about people that are gender non-conforming in cannabis. Right. Because I don't even know where those people are. I know a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But one but of them is Jax's cousin. Shout out. Shout out, Brett. <laughs> um, and then shout out KT also with Puff Creative. Love yes. Them. Um, yeah. Media. That's cool, though. It's like you're representing, though. We're getting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll, you know, eventually we'll have a, a community that will... Mm-hmm. bring together but, but it's yeah. like talking about it on these platforms and yeah. like now people are able Definitely. to like relate someone yeah. want, like listening yeah. is like oh i i thought i like i didn't want to get into cannabis because i just like thought there was yeah. no like no space for me no community we exist yeah we exist yeah and it does it does kind of give me a competitive edge with the companies that are cooler you know so like yeah. the ones that do pass the test and are there like they they understand that, like, we kind of understand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big conversation in, like, big media right now to be, yeah. like, talking about, you know, non-conforming mm-hmm. of genders and what that's going to look like and how it's just it's just going to be a thing. It just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've also completely just found room, I would say, to play in mm-hmm. this space because... We own the business now, so right. you know, We're just like kicking in the rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we, if we, so yeah, if we want to decide to look a certain way or mm-hmm. decide to use non-gendered language on our website mm-hmm. and yeah. subtle changes like that, we're able to hope to have the attention of a ripple effect right because other people it will be normalized yeah yeah i mean you just said it before what that information is but how it's being put out there yeah and perceived by people yeah exactly parts Mm -hmm. of it but uh so what was the driving like like you said you were here last year working for we're we're working for now so so what was the driving factor to branch away from that and start doing your own own thing have y'all ever worked corporate? <laughs> no, ever worked corporate no, cannabis? no yeah. we have not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, talk about. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> shout out. Like really. I mean, we'll uh, be sitting here like all night. And then, yeah, yeah. Don't no, want to say too many. Just, like, and, and shout out to everybody yeah. that. No, honestly, yeah. 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 What you doing tomorrow morning? The folks. The folks on the front lines. The folks working at the MIPS. The bud tenders. Everybody working in corporate cannabis is somebody who's helping reduce the stigma, bring cannabis to the people, mm-hmm. heal with plant medicine, and that's an amazing thing. Kudos. In terms of corporate career tracks, mm-hmm. as somebody who you know came from poverty and is interested in building generational wealth, mm-hmm. corporate cannabis is not the the first path Not for that okay. um, on my journey, especially <laughs> as a woman. Right. Um, yeah, we've, we've had some beautifully interesting experiences, but I would also say that um, flexibility, mm-hmm. wanting, being uh, rule breakers inherently by blood, both right. of us, you know, just fitting in and blindly agreeing to authority. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you feel like you can't say what you want to say or do what you want to do. Just yeah. wasn't our vibe. Yeah. And yeah, it just right always vibe. kind of feels like you're working with your back against the wall mm -hmm. uh, in a way. Like it's always it's either the budget or the board or the, you know, something. But now you get to control the budget. Yeah, if I could control this, I could really deliver for you. And mm -hmm. it just, you know, it's one thing or the other. It's like and you that's can only do so much when you're in that position. Now yeah. you can just do anything you want exactly. you're in charge of the exactly oh uh, you're you're using the steering wheel right yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there you go yeah and honestly just a lot of creature comforts too like you know there's an exchange of like sure like we don't have the comfort of corporate health insurance mm -hmm. or a guaranteed bi-monthly paycheck because we work in cannabis right. about hiring our first assistant and how ooh I hope we get this right yeah that was. I hope we don't fuck this yeah. up yeah. like we, we gotta make sure we do her right or, you know those kinds of things truly yeah it's just it is a learning experience and it totally. is an exchange that comes with sacrifice but um, worth it. for the flexibility that we have on a day to day basis for not ever having to sit in rush hour traffic again <laughs> um, yeah so many not having to blindly agree to a decision because somebody older with higher rank than me yeah. said it was the mm -hmm. best decision yeah I think like About fear just holds people back too. Yeah. It's just like you're just yeah. worried. It's unknown. You don't know. Am I going to be able to support myself? Am I going to be able to do exactly what I want to do? But sorry. Yeah, for, for running your own business and stuff like that, like I've been an, an investor for a long time on my own, and now doing the podcast too. Uh -huh. and like it's a like a big thing is like uncertainty in the field. Like that's why a lot of people don't want to do it. But uh, if you can kind of get past that a bit and know that's part of the game and. You're going to feel that way, and but yeah, at the end of the day, you're going to pull through, and it's all going to be worth it if you just, like, buckle down and work hard and... Adapt. We have, found, we have found also that there's a lot of strength in a duo. There's yeah. a lot of strength oh in a duo, you guys, because yes. I have been freelancing for, like, mm -hmm. ever. six or seven years, and... Ever. Uh, you know, like, they, they just don't take me as seriously. Mm -hmm. And then also, she's got the other half to my creative mad, you know? So, yeah, like, right. it's like, putting those together, yang. you gotta find, yeah, you gotta find mm -hmm. the yin and yang situation. And my creative has just never been that good. Like, I'll just be real about that, you know? Like, hey, I, but you're hey, stronger in other things. You're See, happy. Absolutely. Your captions are good, especially yeah. when sleep deprived. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have in my captions a lot. Yeah. <laughs> investment space so we can talk about business and then like do a little bit of the lifestyle it's like really fun to kind of like ride that line not make it too one way or the other because we don't want it to be boring yeah. so yeah, it's just like boring. figuring out as we go but you don't want to be too like how we kind of say like stoner like, like stonery we don't yeah. do heady stuff anymore mm -hmm. um that's not true we love our heady people mm -hmm. um of course and we you know the industry would not be what it is without people who are passionate about cannabis who are often very heady. We love all that stuff and mm -hmm. all y'all. The heady scenes, the local scenes, mm -hmm. we found state to state, honestly, are so ripe with a lot of grievances that's like interpersonal. Okay. Between creators, cultivators, yeah. brands, yeah. folks who just know each other, who have been in the scene. I won't go there because of them. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, a lot of big personalities, and um, yeah, for for the networking that we do, which in six months literally been going to about two to three networking events a week that's um crazy. yeah wow but that's good yeah that's why like, you've grown so yeah, quick in you know in such a short period of time 100 mm -hmm. percent. yeah it's just it's really been it's been a ride it's been a journey <laughs> i apologize yeah that sleep deprivation is also kicking in a little bit right now yeah. no no you're good um so what do you have going on the rest of the week here what are you looking forward to yeah forward so to? it's uh we're almost done with Thursday, mm -hmm. but we're actually not almost done with Thursday. We're actually not. We're just getting started. Uh, we just started. Just started. Yeah, we're yeah. So, yeah. so we're headed back. We're going to, like, do a little refresh, research, and then head back out. We're going to High Times okay. yeah. at Brooklyn Bowl. And then we will be going to Shangri-La. We'll be there, too. No, we'll so we'll see, we'll see you. Amazing. Yes. And then we have, a little, we have a little surprise. Yeah, so at midnight, the THC girls are actually activating with an after party. Oh. At Caesars ooh, Palace. Ooh, so okay. that'll be... Super fucking cool. Yeah, we'll send cool. you guys some info. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're gonna reactivate our activation yeah. from Tuesday, which we oh. popped up a hour yeah. for fire hour mm -hmm. um, and did a little House of Fuego uh, non-alcoholic mocktail 
add ripple for THC. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's all. Yeah. I like that. So they're gonna take that and we're gonna do that tonight again. That's awesome. So for everybody listening out there who's curious may want to get in contact with you guys, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can check out our website. Hit us up there at www.houseoffuego.io. As well, you can follow us on Instagram at houseoffuego.io. We are on LinkedIn, heavy, heavy, okay. heavy, heavy. And we also, for anybody who is needing to get a message about about their projects, mm-hmm. um, people who are in retailing cannabis and kind of hit that grass ceiling and they want to make more money, anybody who feels like their career in cannabis could be positively impacted by LinkedIn, mm-hmm. we would love to hear from y'all. We have a free LinkedIn SEO sheet that we give out for free. Mm-hmm. We don't put you on an email list. It will boost your visibility. Awesome. Just add we got you template that. messages. Check that out. Recruiters, <laughs> hit us up, cool. y'all. It'll help you out. All, All right, cool. Again. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hopefully, we'll have you on again. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I feel like you could do definitely a whole hour long. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.